What is going on, y'all? Welcome to the Joel Friday TV podcast. I am Joel Friday. Bienvenido. Welcome to the show. It is Tuesday today. Amazing stuff. Let's get right into it. Do me a favor. Hit that like button. Smack it. Later smack down on like, subscribe, and share button. Tell your people's, 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 people's about the show so we can get the subscribers up. And a message out. Make sure you do it now, please. Topics to be covered. Last or yesterday. I got I to gotta get used to not saying last week. And I got to start saying yesterday. Because we're here Monday through Thursday now. That's us. Same time. Same brother. Yesterday, we talked about the best thing a man could ever do is leave home. Man, we got into it. We had some great calls yesterday, too, about that. And it was just deep. Um, The greatest thing a man could ever do is leave home. And I'm talking specifically about a man. Um, When you're out there getting it going and making it work, it develops that nature in you to um, provide. Learn how to become a provider um, learn how to live on your own, learn how to make decisions on your own, and just be able to function in the world properly. So that's the best thing that a man can do is leave home. Um, obviously, women have to leave at some point, too. They can't always just wait around for a man to come, you know, and uh, save the day. But, um, yeah, I think it's a different role when it comes to women leaving the house. And that's a message for another day. I actually got into it a little bit with the caller on the last episode. So if you really want to hear it, you can go back and and listen to that podcast, that show, episode 50. Today, we're talking about God only cares about your honesty, not your sin. That's what we're getting in today. God only cares about your honesty, not your sin. And I have some examples that I'm going to bring that, that could be helpful, could be silly. Depends on how you look at it, right? But this is just what I believe, and we're going to get into it. And if you do want to call in, remember it is a talk show, so you can call in at 888-775-3773, and we could talk about it. You can disagree, you can agree, we can fellowship, we can argue. I'm here for it, all in the name of Jesus, so we can do that. And... um if you have a question or comment and you can't call in and you or you just want to support the show, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash TV and donate a donut, a donation in the form of a donut, um, or a few, or one, or two, however, and support the show, and I'll read those question or comments on the air. Amazing stuff, right? And if that's too complicated, maybe you're a boomer, maybe you don't know how to work technology, if you go in the, in the YouTube chat here, you can hit the super chat button and you could donate or send your question or comment there as well. I appreciate the donation so far. Thank you guys. Y'all are the best. What's going on, chat? Instagram. What's going on, chat? YouTube. A lot of stuff to get into. Um, as you guys know, we have an hour, so we're going to get into it. But background is not the same. I'm sure you guys noticed we got a white background today. Um, just some some things, some technical difficulties in the in the uh, with the background, you know. So the show must go on though. The show must go on, even though I missed my moving background, I missed the blue. 
but we got to go with the white today. But isn't like white symbolism for Jesus? So maybe Jesus is in the room. But anyway, let's uh, let's get to it, okay? Amazing stuff. Um, so I was, what was I doing? I don't even know what I was doing, but I just was thinking about honesty and what honesty means and um, how, um, like, um, it's not the most easiest thing to do. Honesty It's actually really easy, right, being honest. But it's um, human beings, we, we, we make it difficult. And um, like I said, God's only concern is that we be honest and not that about our sins. You know what I mean? God's not thinking about the sin. And we think that God is thinking about the sin. We think that God's looking at us a bad person or some of us, let's just say some people who don't even believe in God. They're not even thinking about God looking at them a certain way, but I guarantee they're looking at themselves a certain way, right? They're judging themselves as wrong or bad or they shouldn't do this, they shouldn't do that. And God is not concerned with those things because God understands why those things are happening. Those things are happening as a result of something deeper, right? And uh, all God wants us to do is to be honest and it doesn't mean go on a podium and be honest with the world it doesn't mean that it means just being honest within being honest being being um being real about what's going on in your life whether it's attractive to you or not and i realized that oftentimes when we don't want to be honest it's because we're afraid to face something where there's a fear there right? And the fear obviously is not real. It comes from the enemy, right? But there's a fear of finding something that we're not going to like. So people don't want to be honest, right? But God can't intervene. God can't um, change you from within until you're able to admit that there's something not right. You know what I mean? Um, but the enemy's job is to make sure we don't get to that point. He doesn't want us to get to that point of taking accountability and being honest and like, yeah, I feel this way or yeah, I think this way, right? And it's not you, right? It's what you think that, what you think is you, your ego, right? It's really your ego taking over, but I don't want to get too, too deep into that yet. But the point is, is that the enemy doesn't want you to get to that place of honesty with yourself, right? Because the enemy knows that if you're honest with yourself, then God can see that your heart is pure and help you to overcome, right? He could take that away from you. But if you are afraid to face it or you're in denial about it, God can't take it away because you're not trusting him um, to set you free. And the enemy wants you to be stuck in fear and 
and afraid to admit things or to deny things. And so that way you never get free and you stay depressed and all these things, fear and all these things run your life. And what I see a lot in the world with a lot of people, you know, and I've always, I've also seen it in myself at times is, um, denial, complete denial, right? Um, and a lot of people also think that when they see other people being in denial, that it's intentional, right? And they'll be like, stop lying. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're like, I know you're lying, and you know people who are in denial, right? But that person who's in denial is really just dealing with the fear of what they might find or the consequences or or what they might feel about um, telling the truth. And that's so far from reality. And the only way we're going to find peace and love and truth is if we start the first step. I'm telling you, the first step is being honest, fully transparent with yourself, right? This way you know that it's going on within you, right? And for some people who may be Christians or, or religious or into that thing, honesty is just another word for, um, it's like a modern word for, um, in the Bible, they call it repentance, right? Repentance, admitting to the things that you're feeling and, and uh, thinking that is that you're responsible for that you think you're responsible for. Um, and it's just not true. And when we admit it is when we're truly set free. Every single time that I've realized, and you can even examine it in your own life, every single time that I've admitted to the truth or I acknowledge the truth, it always was, it always came from a, a, um, a satisfaction and when I say by satisfaction, I mean it came from a, a light energy within, meaning that I, I felt freer. I felt more at peace by admitting it, not by denying it. You know what I mean? And I've always felt more peace. And you actually feel more peace admitting it than you actually do committing it. You know what I mean? The sin, right? Admitting that you, um, what's an appropriate example? Um, have many um, promiscuous partners, right? Let's just say that, because that's a common one, right? Many promiscuous partners or a lot of lustful desires, right? But if you were to ever tell anybody, you, you, that's when you start to judge yourself because you're like, man, what would somebody else think about this, right? Or what would, like, this is so shameful, right? So instead of just saying, like, you know what, but that's just, that's just what it is. That's just what's going on in here. And being honest about it, 
then you're set free. But when you're like trying to avoid it and say that that's not true, I'm not like him. I'm not like them. I'm not that bad. Right? You're in denial. And that's probably Satan's, one of Satan's biggest traps is just to get you to deny the truth. Deny it. And you can't just kind of accept it. Be like, well, I kind of do those things, but I'm not like an addict or like, I'm not like, it's not out of control. I kind of do it anyway, but I'm like, I'm not as bad as that guy, right? That's not entirely being honest, and God cannot set you free. As a matter of fact, you're going to get deeper. From, my, from, from experience, you'll get deeper and deeper into that so-called sin or vice that you're in, trying to um, deny it. It's not the way. It's not the answer. But with that being said, I wanted to give you guys a, like a little story, like a little bit about um, what, have I, what I've experienced through this. And um, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Is so Jesse had a, a Jesse Lee Peterson had a church service uh, last week. It was deep. If you missed it, go check out Jesse Lee Peterson's church service. And what he said in there that stood out to me is that um, when our feelings take over, the way you fight back, like when the ego takes over, when our feelings take over, the depression, fear, anger, you know, the emotions take over, the way you fight back is by going through it, right? Not running away from it. Hold on. I just realized that. Not running away from it, but going through it, right? And um, and all that is is just relaxing in it, letting it overtake you. Isn't that so crazy? That's like mind blowing. Because you think that if it overtakes you, it's gonna you're gonna die, right? But let it overtake you, and what it's when it when it's overtaking you, it's just passing through. So you're supposed to just go through it and not do anything. But what, what do we normally do? And I'll speak for myself as well. What do we normally do? We try to escape it. We escape the pain. So we pick up the bottle. We pick up the girl. We pick up the guy. We pick up the, the videos, the, online, the adult videos. We pick it up, right? Because we just want to escape that pain. But that pain is the ego. And the ego is of the enemy, Satan. It's evil. So the way we fight back against him is not by running away from him and not by escaping him. It's by going through the attack and doing nothing about it. Right. And that was so deep to me. But even knowing that, I mean, I'm going to get to some calls, 888-775-3773. But let me just make this quick point. Even knowing that, even knowing that all you got to do is just go through it. Take that pain and just bear it and go through it and then it'll pass. And then kingdom of heaven is on the other side, right? Even though knowing that, 90% of the time, I still don't do it. <laughs> oh, we getting real today. We getting real on the Joel Friday TV podcast. 
90% of the time, I don't do it, even though I know, at least I think I know, right? And I still don't do it. Why? I'm going to tell you why. And think about yourself and see if the shoe fits, right? Is that I still love the ego. I still love my ego and I still love the satisfactions that it brings, right? I still love the desires, the highs, the getaway, the escape that it brings because it feels good, gets, gets me through the moment, right? Even despite the consequences that come from doing those things, right? I still enjoy that. And this is where it gets deep. Listen to this. Then afterwards, what happens? Then we feel guilty. Now we feel shameful. Like, man, that's so, like, what? I'm, I'm tired of doing this. I'm done with doing this. It brings, it bears no fruit. It does me no good. Why do I keep doing this? We have this guilt, right? All guilt is, and I had to realize this too, is that all guilt is, that's self-righteousness. That's all phony. That's all silly. That's all just to make you feel better about yourself. Like you're a good person because you feel guilty about doing wrong. But you like doing wrong. That's why you do it. So this guilt trip that you're on afterwards, that, that I'm on afterwards, is just to make me feel better. Just to make me feel as if um, I'm a good person and I know I'm wrong. It's a setup. It's a setup from the enemy again. Making you believe these things that aren't true. You enjoy the ego. You enjoy the ego, right? I enjoy A, B, C, and D. Right? I should be honest about that. And like I said, you don't necessarily have to be honest about it out to the world like I'm doing right now, right? I'm not saying you should, everybody should always do that, you know? But honesty, because that's what keeps you tied to it is all these lies about it in your head. It's not true. You're not guilty. You don't have no shame. You don't have no guilt. All that is still coming from the ego. All that's still from Satan. It's still self-righteous. Just a means to make you feel like you're, uh, you're innocent. When I'm ready to stop, I'll stop. When I'm ready to take it serious, I'll take it serious. That's what... Jesse said in the church, you fight back by just going through it. When I'm ready to fight back, I'll fight back. But we cry, we do all these emotional things, and then we play victim about it, right? And that's all just ego. It's all ego. So be real with yourself. My last point, and I'm taking calls, be real with yourself. Be real. In 2024, this is what we're going to do. All right? Add it to the other list of things that, that uh, you said you're going to do. Be real with yourself. Be real with yourself. And I'm not talking about, I'm talking about real. The, the ugly, the pretty, 
the the highs, the lows, be real about it. Because guess what? Those are all not even true. There is no ugly truth. That's a judgment. You made a judgment that is ugly. It's just what it is. It just is. There's no such thing as the ugly truth or pretty truth. A good truth, bad truth. It's just what you're dealing with, the things that you got going on. Let's be real about it. And that's the first step. And then we can overcome. God can set us free. But we got to be real. That's why I like people like like uh, Cat Williams. I don't agree with everything that he does and says or whatever, but I don't, he's just real. He kept it real, and I respect that. That's why I like people like Donald Trump. Keep it real. Right? Just a real person. And I have some, some friends... Um, that I know currently in my life who I have a lot of respect for. And I don't necessarily agree with their lifestyle, the things that they do, but I like them because they're real. And realness translates. You know what I mean? So anyway, let me get some calls. I see some lines. The lines are, are filling up. Lines are still open. There's, there's some lines still open as well. 888 775 um, but God cares about your honesty and not your sin. Forget all that mess that you, you, you're doing and the guilt that you feel about it. God just wants you to be honest about it. And then when you're honest about it, then you see what the next step is to take. But you got to keep it real. Let me go to um, Steve out of New Jersey. Steve, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, man, how's it going? How's it going, Steve? You called in yesterday, right? I didn't call you yesterday. No, I called you last week, though. Oh, okay, different Steve. Okay. What's going on, yeah. man? I'm from New Jersey, bro. Right on. <laughs> um, so in relation to what you're talking about, because my question is this. Yeah. So do you think, you know, how in the Bible it says we're supposed to flee from sin, that even the attempt to flee from sin can be a dishonest, like you can have, still have a dishonest intention with A hundred percent. Because... Right. And you, you, you can flee from sin by um, truly understanding what that means by like actually fleeing from sin, like making a decision that you're either going to go through the pain or you're not going to deal with it. But the idea of that you're going to flee from it because it says it is not going to make you flee from it, if that makes sense. Yeah, because. I do agree with that because the conversation that was had in church on uh, on Sunday with the guy that was talking about fleeing from his wife and like getting away, and then you said some things in the conversation, and it made me realize that like you, you know it's a hundred percent right. You don't overcome the specific act. Like people are so sin and vice conscious about the specific act, right? They're not actually focusing on the all right. Let me die. Let me let my you know identity exactly. go away. Exactly. Right. And so. So do you think that now, you know, because I, I, after Sunday, I've been, you know, going back to the to the word <laughs> um, and thinking about like when Jesus talks about the, you know, like flee from sexual immorality, flee free from lust and all the other stuff. I honestly think if you apply it to living from within and the spirit within, it's not a matter of you're in the moment and then you should just run away like, oh, I got myself here. Let me run away. Like you should be fleeing from not dealing with why you were there in the first place yes. and the thoughts and the emotions. Yes, and to make that clear, exactly, even though you just you said it exactly what it is, but not fleeing by, like, it's like not doing anything, not doing anything about it. Yeah, fleeing it from it. And if a lot of people missed the service last Sunday, that's what 
the message was is fleeing from it by by going through it, not not actually running away from it, like picking up something else and actually just taking the pain of it and going through that pain. And that's how you actually flee from it. Right. So my last question is because I was still trying to understand like what you guys were all talking about. So is it that let's say you're in a bad situation like with a woman and you've been right. there for like three, ten years, whatever it is. Should you just stay there? Would it be a better approach to say to somebody, stay there and just be aware of yourself through it? Now, if it's putting your life in danger, then you kind of got to get out. But, you know, would it be better to just stay there, be conscious of yourself during it? Because even if you leave it, does that mean you'll still face it at some other point? Is that what you guys are getting at? If I'm probably understand what you're saying, like, say if you're like in a bad situation, uh, you're in a marriage. And this is just my opinion. Um doesn't mean that anybody else here at the at Bond has to uh, and feels the same way, but this is just my opinion is that say if you're married and you're you're married in a situation and things are so bad that um you just need to get away from a second. I don't see that as like um um running away from the problem. I some sometimes you just need to clear your mind. And um but there's still a endurance that has to happen within yourself, no matter where you run. So you run, you go to another house, you go to another place, you go to a hotel, doesn't make a difference. You're still going to have to go through that ego pain with yourself. And that's the only way to overcome all things. I don't know if that answers your question or not. No, that does. Because, because I have a situation that I was in that I've been thinking about like years ago and I went through it and I was thinking about, I thought I was staying for the reasons like, oh, it's going to work and do all that. But when I look back on it, you know, I went through that situation twice. Um, And the second time, I literally just endured through it and went through it. That's when I started to find Jesse and all that stuff. And that's where I'm starting to kind of understand, like, I think that helped me overcome the, the desire and the thought in my mind to get into it rather than constantly running away, thinking it would never happen again. And I found myself in the situation again. And I think that's what you guys were talking about, right? I'm 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 still kind of missing the point. So staying in staying in it, how? What do you mean exactly by staying in it? So like so so staying in a relationship. So like I was in one relationship right. where the same like dude, not even kidding you, the same exact situation almost occurred in the second in the second relationship. Right. And so I didn't really deal with yeah. stuff, man, in that, and, and that's why. I ran from that yeah. one, and, I, and I'll be honest with that one, but the second time yeah. when it happened, like I said, it was the same stuff, and I just stayed yeah. there and just was conscious during it, and that, I think, is what you guys are saying is just stay through it and endure through it, and then you'll be separated from it, right? Well, well yeah, so partly I want to add to that. So, yeah, staying, staying meaning like um, going through the pain of it, but the real point of if you're in a relationship, we're using relationship as an example, is that you're supposed to get to the bottom of the issue, Right. So the the only way to learn from it to make sure you don't make that mistake is getting to the bottom of the issue with the relationship, but also within yourself. Right. And when you do that, that's how you see like, okay, this is where where it went wrong. But oftentimes people don't get to the bottom of it, meaning like endure it, go through the pain and watch yourself and learn from what you're seeing. Um, then you'll overcome it. But a lot of people, when it's not working, they just run and jump to another thing, right? Because they think that, um, well, that's just bad. Let me go to this new relationship and it'll be better. But they're not reflecting on it and they're not understanding what actually went wrong or maybe it was you. 
maybe it wasn't you. Maybe it was her. And I'm not saying you specifically, but just in, as an example, that maybe it was. It could be anything. But if you never actually get to the bottom of the situation and understand what went wrong here, instead of just jumping from one like thrill to the next, then of course you're gonna repeat it. You know what I mean? You have to go through it, and you have to get to the bottom of it. Right. I'm, I'm following that now. That that makes more sense than what I was hearing on Sunday because I just I wasn't following along with it. But no, I applying it to what you just said. Yeah, I get that now. In what way though? In what way? What way does it no, make sense? No, in that you don't need to force yourself to stay in the situation, right. thinking something else is going to change externally. If you're if you're aware of yourself, you know, why, either during it or yeah. even like if you do flee from it and you're still dealing with that, that'll help you get away from the desires and the thoughts and the emotions to get back into something like that. Right. You know, and, and I think that's where I got confused, not to take too much time, because I know no, you yeah, have but, more calls, but yeah, no. it, I was confused because I saw it as you guys were saying like, oh, it's good to just leave in general from a situation. And then Jesse was saying, well, you have to deal with it. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I was in some pretty bad yeah. situations. I don't. I should not have stayed, and yeah. I stayed longer than I need to. But no. now I get what you're saying. It's you can't escape the you, the fake you, and you, no matter where you exactly. go. Exactly, that's the whole point. Because sometimes, if it's not working out, especially if you're not married, if it's not working out, you should leave because there shouldn't be no problems in a non-marriage, right? You're not even married yet. How you already have these conflicts, and if you do, you should leave. But when you leave still be reflecting on why it didn't work and try to understand it. So like you said, you don't get in that situation again, but, but I appreciate that, Steve. Thanks for the, I hope that, that it seems like it made sense. So no, that, that really did. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. Call me again. Uh, good call, man. Take care. All right. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Ain't much else to say about that. Uh, let me go to used one. Uh, from the United States. <laughs> so are you from every state or what? First time caller, you, or not even used one, it's just used. First time caller out of the United States. Welcome to the show, used, you're on there. Thanks for having me, Joel. How are you today? Pretty good, how are you? Doing well. And no, I'm not from every state <laughs> in the United States, but I am from the United States. Oh, okay, but I'm sure you're just trying to protect your identity or something, and I, I respect it, so it's fine. Go ahead, man. Yeah, so I was listening to the show earlier, and I wanted to Kinda commend. Loud. I wanted to commend the topics and subjects that you guys speak on. These are important and integral to society and the growth of really the American citizenry. But one of the things that I wanted to say is when it comes to the Bible and the things of the Spirit, what I noticed is with your show in particular, you try to rationalize things a little more than I think is is what they do. And I wanted to understand why you go about things in that way. Interesting. Explain to me what how I rationalize it. Could you give me like an example? Yeah, so for example, when you were talking about you know, you were talking about how somebody in sin comes to realize and repent, it was this process of rationalizing why they do things, how they do things, why they feel certain ways, how they go about behaving in those circumstances. However, the truth is very clear. It's it's 
as simple as drinking water. You know, for example, um, when I was younger, I ended up finding myself in a relatively precarious situation. I was at the beach and I got stuck in a rip current and it pulled me out farther than what I believed I could swim. But I remembered that in order to escape a rip current, you have to swim parallel to shore. Otherwise, it's going to keep dragging you out. And there was a moment there where I I did have a thought that, oh, I could possibly die or drown. However, that insight and wisdom gave me the tools that I needed in order to escape that situation and make it safely back to shore. Right. So in my experience, wisdom, truth, the Holy Spirit are very clear. It doesn't take rationales. But how am I not? How am I not? And you could be right about what you're saying. I'm just trying to understand it. But how am I not um, speaking about wisdom or the the solution? How am I? I I still don't understand the the rationality part of it. Yeah. So I'm not saying that you're not speaking about wisdom, but the way in which. So one of the things that you were talking about was how you're self righteous if you feel guilty and all these different things, but. It's very clear that the self-righteousness you feel is not an attribute of who you are. It's a temptation. Right. And so if you identify yourself with that temptation, that's when you fall into the sin. But the clarity, the wisdom, the walking in the Spirit comes from the understanding that this is a temptation. It wants me to feel a certain way. And the moment you can see that, you don't have to succumb to it. It's the light in the darkness. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with my show or you watch my show often, but I do. Um, as a matter of fact, I've had episodes where I talk about how the ego is not you and right. it's not the real you. And um, okay. these are just lies from from your mind that make you believe these right. things. And there's two spirits that live within the evil nature okay. and um, God's nature. And the evil nature is what it is emotions, it's um, feelings and fear, doubt, all these things. And it's it's the not us. It's not the real us. So I do talk about that. So that's why I'm not quite sure where the rationality thing is coming in. Have you watched my show before yeah. or no? I've I've watched bits and pieces of okay. it. Okay. Um, but one of the things I just I did want to make clear is that it seems to to linger to like on thinking a lot as opposed to just you know speaking the truth and, and getting straight to mm-hmm. the point. Just from what I've observed, and that's not necessarily. A, a, a criticism against you no, or yeah. how you're doing your show. It's more so just an observation that I've seen. And reason why I introduced that is because uh, one of the things that you were talking about was like lust and sexual immorality yeah. earlier. And what's funny about that is when you read the Old Testament, there was an example of somebody fleeing from sexual immorality. You had uh, Joseph in the in the technicolored coat. Yeah, And when he was sold into slavery, the, the pharaoh's wife wanted to engage with him in all these kind of lewd acts, and he literally ran from her. And the Bible then revisits that and talks about how we should flee from sexual immorality. But when you look at that, you can rationalize that situation as him doing this and doing that for this reason or that reason, but that's a physical representation of what we should spiritually do. When a, when an evil temptation comes to us, we should avoid it, move away from what it's trying to get us to do. And in Jesse's case, I think he has a very interesting take on that, which is to do nothing. Because effectively, if you do nothing, you're guilty of nothing. Right. 
you surrender to the temptation of it, go through that pain. But you should, I do, do you, are you saying that you agree that you should flee from temptation? Well, see, that's the interesting thing. It's paradoxical when you say it that way, because temptation, in essence, is a real thing. Right. But simultaneously, it's also not real right. in the sense that you can't touch it. It's not tangible. Right. It but it's spiritual. Right. No, go ahead. Yeah. And, and so when it comes to fleeing in that respect, how do you flee, uh, let's say, something that tries to get you to do what you don't want to do? Well, you fortify your character against that thing so that when it comes to knock on your door, you already know what its intentions are, what it wants you to do, right. and you've built up a resistance against it. And, and exactly. I mean, when you, talk, when you read the Bible, Jesus talks about all this stuff, the disciples double down on it, uh, Paul reiterates it, and it's pretty yeah. clear. So the term fleeing can be misleading, but I think it's only misleading if you're not looking at it with the right. Holy Spirit. Right. I agree with that. I agree with what you said. I, I st- I'll think about the rationality thing, and but do me a favor if you can watch some other episodes. Um, you don't have to, but watch some other episodes <laughs> and let me know. I, I just don't see what you're saying. I definitely think about it, um, the yeah. rationality thing. Don't but too long. I do agree with you about um, what you say about the resistance and how that causes it and temptation. Like I, I I'm on, I'm on board with you there. So. I do have to move the calls again, but you sound like a smart guy, and I appreciate your call. So call me in again um, when you get a chance, and um, we'll be able to talk more. Sounds good. Take care. All right, man. Thank you. Yeah, you sound like a smart guy. Like, like he really thinks about these things, and I respect it. I'm just not connecting with what he's really saying about the ra- rationality thing. And um, I said I tried. I tried to ask for a few examples, and it's still not making sense. But it doesn't mean that he's wrong. You know what I mean? I'll definitely think about it. Um, let me go to... I'm going to keep the calls moving. Chat, how are you guys doing? Is everything making... Uh, Kevin House is so confusing. Yeah, you got to really, like, pay attention to um, what he was saying to really, like, catch it. Because it was a little bit confusing because um, he's a thinker. You know, and I mean that in a good way. Like, he, he definitely reflects it seems like he reflects on things and um you know and sometimes it doesn't always come out and i can relate to that sometimes it doesn't always come out as clear as we're thinking it to other people but um anyway hake says mr pink did bash you on my show whatever mr pink you obviously don't watch my show either because I do not talk about chasing women. That's actually, I talk about the exact opposite. So you ain't watching my show. You just judging. Get behind me, Satan. No, but he still seems like a cool, cool guy. Um, Let me go to Gray out of Los Angeles, California. Gray, welcome to the show. You're on the air. What's up, Joel? Two times this week. How are you doing? Right on. Welcome back. I'm all is well, man. <laughs> all is well. Uh, yeah, honesty is the best policy. I like that you're touching on that today. For sure. Yeah, um, it's also a, a good catch when you said, you know, when someone feels self-righteous, it's, it's just another identity. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that the last caller had a hard time understanding that you need to communicate. 
I think what he was saying was you um you see these things and and you don't overthink them but you're not overthinking them you're just pointing them out you know right yeah so what do you think if you can explain it a little bit better what do you think by he meant by um uh ration rational rationality well number one i think he was filibustering a little bit you know kind of going around in circles but what he was trying to say is like oh don't put too much thought into it it's a revelation of god but yeah, that's oh, okay. true. When it happens to you, there's not so much thought into oh, it. A okay. revelation is like, you know what I mean? Yeah. A revelation is at a snap of, of a finger, right? So right. you know what it is when it happens. Yeah. But you're explaining it to somebody else. That takes explaining, you know? Like, yeah. No, you yeah. have to communicate. If that's and what I it think was, he took that uh, as overthinking it. Oh, uh, you know? okay. Okay, I see. And yeah. if that's what, um, and that makes sense. And if that's what he was, t- if that's what Yuz was talking about, then, um, my response to that just really quick and then i'll get back to your thing is that like um yeah i like to get into detail i like to give details because sometimes um like the details help people know exactly um what move to make and i explain it because these are these are the things that i see in my life that just make complete sense meaning like there maybe there is an overthought that's that's going on in, into the process, but when I come out with my conclusion, it's always um, how I see it uh, happen to me in my life, or how I see it, it makes sense. So um, I don't know. It's yeah. definitely something more to think about. But anyway, that's not why you called. <laughs> Finish your point. No, yeah. Um, so you know, yeah, I was just kind of touch on like an, a story of how you you know you caught yourself feeling bad for yourself and realized, hey, this is just me trying to feel good again. You know? Yeah. And yeah. I like that because uh, just a quick story. Like, I was uh, with my daughter at Home Depot, maybe like you know, like three months ago or something. And you know, I went to, I went to the restroom. She was just waiting for me outside. And when I come back outside, there's like a guy asking her something. And he left. And I just started, you know, I didn't think anything of it. I thought maybe she they thought she worked there. And we were walking. Yeah. And then the guy was walking in front of us. And something. I just I turned around and I asked her, "What did, What did he tell you?" And yeah. then she goes like, "Oh, she. Oh my. And my daughter's 15, so." She, she was like, oh, he asked me if, she, if he could hold my hand. Oh. And and when he said that, I was like, I was like, really? I was like, yeah. And and some and the ego took over, right? right. So I I started haunting the like hunting the guy down. I'm like behind him. I was like, hey. I was like, what you, what you tell my daughter? Yeah. He's like, oh, I asked her if I could hold her hand, and he said it again in my face. Wow. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah. And then and then I I thought I thought to myself I was like what am I going to do here? I have a second to react. Am I going to yeah. hit this guy? What, yeah. Why am I even confronting this guy? Yeah. And then and then I told him, and something kind of just softened me a little bit, and I just got rid of the anger real quick, and I told him, hey, you know, she's 15. And, and he goes like, oh, I'm sorry. And I was like, dude, you look you look effed up. Like, you look, yeah. I looked at his eyes. He looked drunk. And I was yeah. like, you looked effed up. And yeah. I looked at him, and then this is how the devil plays you, right? Like, the devil, he's like a mastermind when it comes to, fooling you you right. know and and this is why i bring up the fact that you were able to point these things out because i was able to catch myself here and then i, yeah. re- I told him you know she's 15 and, and then he goes like oh man i'm sorry and i was like hey you do that to somebody else we're in the hood they're gonna they might right. they might hurt you out here right. i was like you need to be careful and then he goes like oh i'm sorry i'm sorry and once i seen him kind of like like you know humble himself in front of me the devil yeah. took over again 
Uh-huh. And then I and I tell him, go apologize to her. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was like, go apologize to her. And my daughter got so uncomfortable, and, and the guy yeah. was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I was like, yeah. oh, my God. And then the guy left, and then we just continued shopping, and I'm just like, what the hell did I just do? <laughs> like, yeah. So I, I thought about it, and I was like, why did I do all that? And then I, I came to a conclusion. And this is not overthinking. This is revelation. Right. right? I came to a conclusion. Exactly. I was like, hey, you were trying to show your daughter that you could protect her. Yeah, man, that's deep. Yeah, and I was like, because she don't spend too much time with me. I'm looking yeah. for any second to show her that I'm a father to her. Man. Man, ain't that, ain't that something? That's crazy. Yeah, and that's so true. And it's like, like you said, the enemy is a mastermind. Like, he'll twist these yeah. things up. And that's so crazy because no matter what, it can't change. No matter what situation things happen, it, it's never going to change the way your daughter views you, whether it's, like, as this manly man. The heart is the heart. The truth is the truth, right? Yeah. But that's just... But, yeah, that's a perfect example of how, like, the ego just wants to um, look good or be involved. And it's just crazy, man. Deep story. Very deep. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it's and great I, that you recognize it. I reflected it. on that. Yeah, I mean, that's what we have to do as as men. We have to, we have to you know, like, you, you know, you caught one. We all catch it in yeah. ourselves. We all know when we pay attention, man. Yeah, I, in, the, in my case with that story, I realized I was like, hey, you know, um, a lot of other people would have probably just hit that guy, yeah. and, and, and that's that's the result of them. But for me, it was an up and down roller coaster that happened yeah. like in, in thirty seconds. But it was a lot of things to be understood there, and yeah. I and I was able to catch them. You know, thank God. But right on, yeah, man. you know, right on. And at the that end, was, it, that was my story. Hey, I appreciate it. Uh, great, <laughs> that's, that's very deep. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do got to keep the calls uh, moving here, but I appreciate that. And then call me again, man. It's always uh, good talking to you. All right, for sure, bro. I'll see you soon. All right, man. All right, man. Man, that's deep. And um, I felt like I kind of rushed him off a little bit because I did want to add a little bit more, but I'm just looking at the time. But, um, yeah, man, it's, it's uh, also at the same time, too, like we also want to make sure if Gray is still listening um, that – you know, his daughter is 15, and we live in a crazy society, meaning that a lot of other 15-year-olds are dressed in a certain way. So, you know, I'm not saying that you should control your daughter and make her do A, B, and C, right? You don't want to be a controlling parent, but you want to make sure that she's not out looking older than what she needs to be looking like as well. You know what I mean? And that's a part that that we, um, you know, or not me, but fathers play as well is making sure that their daughters are are being represented as 15-year-olds and not, um, you know, as older. Because, to be honest, a lot of them do look older. A lot of young girls, they do look older. You know what I mean? And um, so sometimes it's understandable why guy, other guys do certain things. So just watch that as well. Um, Frederick, let me go real quick to Frederick, and then I got to end. Frederick, you got to make it quick. You're on there. What's up, Joel? How's it going? Um, I'm gonna make it quick. Right on, man. Um, the thought that he was saying about um, what we don't relate to, I believe it's um, natural selection. You know what I'm saying? What it's do you mean? All about the behaviors to 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 produce uh, 
better living living um and to reproduce. So those thoughts that have to better your environment and to reproduce are the thoughts that all humans have from birth. You know what I'm saying? That's how we repopulated the earth before there was even speech or writing. What you thought? Know what I'm Nobody has to tell us how to make love, right? So what thought? What do you mean by the thought told you? What do you mean? Quick. The thoughts in a relationship, you shouldn't have to leave. Once you know yourself, you're going you're gonna, to, like, like Jesse was saying, you're going to take yourself anywhere. And once you become or know God, then you'll be able to control the relationship. Because if a right. woman sees that you're weak, you're going to be weak depending on the woman you choose to be with. Right, if she knows you, meaning that. And I'm not even, I'm not, I haven't even been smoking today. <laughs> right, I'm just dropping some deep knowledge. Natural selection no. plays a big part in our roles, and then that's where the thoughts come in, and we try to say that they're lies. Yeah. But you try to keep your daughter in the oh. house, she's going to get out and be promiscuous. It, it, that's where shotgun weddings came from. You Now you got to get married because the daddy's at home with that shotgun. You get married at 16, 17 because oh, they in heat. That's true. You know what I'm saying? It's not them. It's it's the unconscious them, but they're horny. You know what I'm saying? Right. And they're not just going to say, um, okay, let me just do the silent prayer and it'll go away. That's not going to work. <laughs> Either they're no. going to turn into a porn, blood makers, because it's in their natural genes to reproduce and maintain um, lifestyle that betters themselves so they want, a woman would want their genes to spread to see that you're a maker, you're a provider. That's so why that's what makes the really, woman to say, oh, yes, I want to agree with him because our kids will be providers. He knows the well, way. Well, that's why I have to cut you off, Reddick, real quick because of time, but that's why um, that's why it's important for the fathers to to break that understanding down to the children of the reason why they feel that way is not themselves and to endure it and go through it and wait for the right situation to come about. So that way they're not getting but running, themselves. Running, running, running leads to the passport brothers. And I don't want that. I want real men to stand up to their women and show them their men and bring out the God in them and then make them run. If anything, they're going to be like, Oh no, no woman, you belong to me. You ain't going nowhere. And then they're going to be like, well, I can't take this. You just too strict. Yes, I am, because it's going to be my <laughs> way or the highway. Have a good one. Right on, Frederick. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Call All me again. Right. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah, we'll do later. All right, bye. Man, it was hard to, like, make sense of what he was saying because I'm over here looking at the time. But um, anyway, I got to end the show. I got to end. I got to end. I hope that all made sense. Um, we just trying to get through the hour. But be honest. Keep it real with yourself, right? And God ain't worried about your sin. Uh, follow me on Instagram. Follow me on TikTok, Joel Friday TV podcast, all that good stuff. Uh, hit that like button, subscribe, get the subscribers up, do all that good stuff. We got some more stuff coming. I'm here all week. And thank you, Instagram, for tuning in. I will see you guys until next time. Tomorrow, actually, I'll be here Wednesday. Catch me live tomorrow, Wednesday, and we'll get into some more stuff. See you guys tomorrow. All right, then. Bye.